You are listening to the Two Nuts and a Dick podcast, featuring co-hosts Aaron and Adam Livingston and the big dick himself, Mr. Pat Dedimer. Uh, so why do you think of Tommy Lee Jones as an actor? Tommy Lee Jones, that's the guy from uh, Emma, Men in Black, right? Correct. Man, that dude is not human. <laughs> what is wrong with his head? <laughs> It is really odd. It's like extremely wrinkled and like very, very large, but he's like profusely a, large. He's his like facial a, shape is just he's like ghoulish, a Neanderthal. Unnatural. It's ghoulish. He's a Neanderthal. His hands, he has like those weird big ass old man hands. And, <laughs> and then like his jaw, uh, nose and ears are just huge. He was it. What was that movie? Uh, Do you have any thoughts of his acting ability or just his looks? <laughs> there's a, there's a, a really underrated movie he was in with uh, 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 Bel Torres. El Torres. You talking about uh, like the hunted? The hunted. Yeah. yeah, the hunted was a badass movie. Like <laughs> the only thing I didn't like. Who else was is the, in that? Willem Dafoe, I think. Oh yeah. I don't know. I could be wrong. Two thousand two around there. Yeah. That was a pretty set. That's an original movie. Something yeah. that isn't really made anymore. It was it was a fucking good story. I mean, the only thing that was bad about it is like there wasn't any like there was just a little bit of backstory to it, but it was seriously like they were just in the moment. This dude did some shit, and then Tommy Lee Jones had to go find him. And he did it like a boss. Damn right, like Rambo style or what? Like more tra- like not even Rambo style. Like, caveman style. Because really? he is a fucking Neanderthal. Dude was, like, sniffing dirt for scents and looking at broken tree branches for trails. Jesus. I mean, yeah, it was really fucking primitive. Many reviewers noted striking similarities to First Blood, which this film really? was unfavorably compared to. Oh, Rolling damn. Stone called it just a Rambo rehash. It had a 29% of Rotten Tomatoes. Overwhelmingly negative reviews. Whoops. <laughs> but it is a William Friedkin movie. Really? And uh, there's his next movie that he did called Bug, which also got negative reviews, is fucking awesome. So it would not surprise me if The Hunter was a kick-ass movie. Uh, I, I think... Um, I, I think William Friedkin's too smart of a director for his audience. Yeah. Like, sure. his, like his the people who watch his movies just don't fucking get him at all. Yeah. That is what I think the deal is. Which is really unfortunate, because... I don't know. That's an impediment to your career. If the people watching movies are too stupid to understand them, <laughs> it's not like you can directly control the demographic of the movies of the or, or demographic of the people that watch your movies. So that has to be unfortunate if you're a filmmaker, wouldn't you say, Pat? Definitely, in any like form of art, if you know how to express yourself beyond your surroundings, understanding. Like, can you imagine if you know if you created 3D printing and your dad was I don't one of the dudes from Duck Dynasty. <laughs> <laughs> like you have no idea what big a deal this is <laughs> you, have, you really don't know that's a very good example I must say uh, I think it really illustrates the concept we just discussed but yeah so Pat one of William Friedkin's movies The Exorcist uh, the subject matter is about a little girl who gets possessed by a demon named Pazuzu what would you do if you were immediately possessed by a demon I don't know, relish in it? It'd be a privilege. <laughs> you enjoy it? It'd be a privilege. Very few people get to go through that. Exactly. Uh, it'd be... A yeah, very... zero. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely none ever and ever will. 
<laughs> Not in the biblical sense, anyway. I Wait, you don't believe in exorcism? <laughs> <laughs> yep. I know that that movie was a true story, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a documentary, right? <laughs> it was. Yeah. It was. That's. But wouldn't that be the? I mean, I think. Uh, not the shock that you're being possessed, but just the shock that like demons are real would be a bigger mind fuck. Dude, that'd be intense. <laughs> Do you guys ever see the the prequel Exorcist that they made? Yeah, like in 2006. Yeah, yeah, dude, who the fuck finds the Church of Satan is like? Mom, go inside. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Bury that shit back up and blow it up. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Are we really that? I mean, I guess humans are that curiously dumb. We, I guess you can't really expect people to act rational in scary movies, though. Like, no, man, I'm going there. Is there is there a <laughs> horror movie in history where the people are actually really smart? And just handle it? Yeah. Uh, the Leprechaun. <laughs> I think <laughs> Leprechaun sh- 5 in the hood. The Shining. <laughs> I think The Shining. I think... I think the... I think it's, um... Like, Wendy and Danny handle that situation realistically. Dawn of Dead, up until they moved, they were doing pretty well. That's true. We were just talking about that movie earlier. Yeah, and some some of the characters are really smart in Dawn of the Dead. Like the uh, security guards who won't let those fuckers in the mall when the apocalypse is going on, and then those idiots kind of, uh, who are trying to get in are just making the case, oh, let us in, we're all going to die if you don't, and they eventually give in and they all perish as a result of it. What happened? Is that what happens at the end of the movies? Everyone dies. They they think they go to that island. Yeah, they think there's an island that's isolated enough that it won't be affected, and they fucking get on it, and the boat literally runs out of gas right when they get there. So like, there's no turning back. Uh-huh. They don't even get off the dock, and they get attacked by like close to five hundred zombies. Yeah, on an island. Yeah, yeah. fuck. It's a pretty yeah. sweet ending. It's it's sad, man. Because I mean, any apocalypse, yeah, you're always looking for like that reference of like how you would do it. Uh-huh. So just seeing some, you know, it's kind of motivating seeing somebody actually make it through. That's why I like the Resident Evil games. What I don't get about the movie Land of the Dead, Land of the Dead is the one that takes place in a shopping mall, correct? No, Land of no, the Dead is the comedy, I thought. Dawn of the Dead is the shopping mall. Okay, well, the, it must have been that movie. I was reading the description for the Dawn of the Dead movie, and it, it, it said something along the lines of, like, a horde of survivors in a zombie apocalypse... Um, band together in a, in a shopping mall to make humanity's last stand. And it's like, the, oh, those are the last people on just in a shopping mall? I find that hard to believe. Yeah, there's definitely going to be a lot of Like, what, what's, the pre- what's the president doing? What's all those Arabian <laughs> princes doing? There's people, right. that are still, <laughs> there's people rich enough where their lifestyle hasn't changed at all. Yeah, We're just like, it. all right, well, I guess the internet isn't as cluttered anymore. Yeah, pretty much. There's a lot of people that are in some secure situations that are like, and like, there's the internet. And then on top of that, the guns we have, anything made out of uh-huh. flesh, man, we're, it is not a problem. Yeah. Not Especially problem if they're slow zombies. Yeah. Like the old All right, zombies so, who walk half a mile an hour. So the only thing smart out of Reagan's mouth was kind of like a sci-fi like conspiracy. That it, <laughs> Wouldn't it be neat if we were attacked by aliens and how quickly we would unite? And whatnot. And that was like, could you imagine humans uniting against one enemy? If zombies existed, boom. It's all, the, us. all the grievances we have yeah. would be out the fucking yeah, window. Yeah, it's us versus them. So we have police officers with, like, fully automatic Vulcan Gatling guns. 
Dub- you guys know what the double A twelve is? Yeah, the automatic. Shotgun. Yeah, the fully automatic shotgun. Can you imagine like that was just cool to have because zombies existed just in case? How much of a problem is something made out of flesh? We're in one thousand, two thousand. You could have both his legs and its chest shot. Game over. Game over. <laughs> you don't even like. You don't even need to be a good shot. You could just go back and forth holding it. You and like five other guys. Well, what if the zombies could use guns? Then we're fucked. Bullshit. <laughs> well, I mean, it all yeah, it all depends on your uh... because once because technically once a human dies, a zombie just has to bite into its flesh and it will become a zombie. So basically, the more they kill, the more to their team. But so if zombies had guns, I think that they'd definitely win. Is there a, is, is is there a, do zombies exist anywhere in pop culture that they can use weapons? Oh yeah, like like guns. I mean, I know they hit hit people. With shit. Well, I mean, there's always like your super zombie that can do it, in, like the Resident Evil series, so yeah. like the Nemesis or something like that. But yeah, I've seen I've seen depictions like they're they're very few and far between where like a smart one will pick it up by accident. It all depends uh-huh. on your depiction of what the zombie is, because you have everything from your biblical undead to something from like uh, the movie Rage, which scares the fuck out of me. I've never seen that. What, yeah. what? It's like a form of rabies that transfers over to humans. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I think... No, I, I might be thinking of that. I don't think the movie's Rage. Is that 28 Days and 28 Weeks 20 Days later? later, yeah. The virus? Yeah. yeah, that's a form of rabies, right? I don't remember. Where it makes our eyes red? I think I'm thinking yeah. of 28... I don't know why I called it Rage. Oh, because that's what it was called in the movie. Like, they the, would go into rage. Yeah. Because it was a form of rabies where it would make people go crazy, so they're essentially zombies. Right. That shit is freaky, because, like, they're not the walking... Uh, they're sprinting after Yeah, they're, they're, they're fucking, yeah, like apes. They're fucking going after Fuck you. that shit. Yeah, fuck that shit. <laughs> but I, don't, I, I still think, yeah, even if they had guns, they'd have a chance. But, I mean... We're just because it would be hard for them to get guns. They couldn't manufacture it, shit Why? like that. There's an industry to guns where guns are already at. They wouldn't have access to ammunition. It would be really hard for them to get any of that, and we already have that established. Especially zombies in the traditional sense, like yeah. the traditional zombies that have been illustrated. I mean, like those fuckers aren't going to be able to use guns. Yeah, we'd kick ass. Even apes, Planet of the Apes, we'd fuck monkeys up. They're made of flesh. That's, no that's, that's my number one problem with the Planet of the Apes movies. I just, it's way too far-fetched. They, they, I don't care how they try to justify it in the movies. It's so fucking Yeah, bizarre. they only justify it because whatever makes a monkey smart it's is like, a virus that's... Su- super intelligent apes aren't the problem, but it's... Once they show us the Earth and beating humans, that's when it gets... <laughs> no fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, apes are super intelligent. They're, oh, in the, in the, they're in the Stone Age. In the last one, like, weren't we trying to, like, reason with the monkeys? Like, who gives a fuck? Kill them. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, yeah, in the intro of the last Planet of the Apes movie. Like, they're in the forest, and, like, he was just like, put your guns down. Like, we can talk with them. And it's like, no, you're gonna fucking die, dumbass. Like, what they're, a stupid... Yeah, well, in that situation, they were screwed no matter what they did. Planet of the Apes is pretty good sci-fi, though. Definitely. Yeah. Because it's, it's legit. Mm-hmm. It's almost relatable. For sure. 
The original has one of the best movie twists ever when it's actually on Earth the whole time when he sees the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. That is fucking dope. Yeah. I didn't like... It was Matt Damon was in the remake, right? Yeah. No, Mark Wahlberg. Was it? Mark Wahlberg. Mark oh, Wahlberg. Was. Haven't you I stated this? The Tim you, Burton one. Did you state previously that you always get them mixed up on Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg was in the remake. Do you have a favorite Mark Wahlberg movie, Pat? No. <laughs> it's probably Pain and Gain. Boogie Nights. Pain and Game. Pain and Game. The Departed is way better than Boogie Nights. Both are fucking awesome. Uh, Four Brothers. I've, 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 I saw like bits and pieces of it like when it first came out, like when I was ten or whatever the fuck it was. It's, it's, it, it's an interesting. I remember like watching it and like I was like, wait, Mark Wahlberg is brothers with that black guy. How does that work? <laughs> they're all they're all adopted by the same lady. Yep. And then she gets like raped and murdered or something. <laughs> yeah, raped and murdered. No, she just gets murdered. <laughs> and they've all gone there. No separate. rape. No rape. Unfortunately, <laughs> just why would I watch that? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not gonna come 15 minutes into the movie. This is bullshit. <laughs> I can't finish the last hour and a half of a movie unless I orgasm. Pat, have you ever cried in a movie before? Hell yeah! Like what? Well, well, old Yeller. Do you, uh, Marley and Me. <laughs> <laughs> Are you uh, fucking the, serious? That dog? Fuck yeah. Not like bawled my eyes out, but I had to like catch myself. Yeah. Like, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on. Do some push-ups real quick. It <laughs> is really sad. Yeah. Owen Wilson, incredible actor. <laughs> <laughs> Said no one ever. <laughs> How does like any like casting director take that face serious? Well, it blows my mind. Like, oh man, can you imagine just that that Family Guy segment that they could make with that? You know, trying to be a director taking Owen Wilson serious, <laughs> and it's just Peter Griffin like, you knows. <laughs> he has like a stereotypical, like, huge hanging you know, like uh, what South Park does to Jay Leno, yeah. by having his chin down to his dick. <laughs> <laughs> Pat, what would you rate Jay Leno's comedic abilities on a scale of 1 to 10? Uh... There used to be a really good combo between Conan O'Brien and him, mm -hmm. and I don't know what it was, but when those two were back-to-back, -back, it seemed like they were kind of competing against each other, and they would feed off each other a lot, and that was the only time I really thought either of those shows were funny. Yeah. They, they were both on ABC, right? NBC. NBC. NBC, yeah. Back when they were back-to-back, -back, like, seven, eight years ago, I thought it was when they were both better. I can't even watch, like, Conan O'Brien anymore. It's like, who the fuck is, like, who is sitting in this audience going, ah, like, o like open mouth laughing to these jokes. They are the most, like, Conan O'Brien's humor is, like, seriously for, like, Nickelodeon back in 98. Like, it's, it's so childish. It makes absolutely. I'm sorry, but I I could not disagree more. I, was gonna say I think Conan O'Brien is absolutely fucking. I think it's extremely intelligent humor. I mean, for the most part, <laughs> I don't know. Actually, you know what? I shouldn't say that because like a lot of his like, I think a lot of the stuff he does outside of his show, like with his like a uh, like the different clips he does on his YouTube channel that aren't actually like a part of his. Yeah, I think exactly. that's probably funnier than his actual show. And that's but, what. It, yeah, exactly. The skit where uh, Conan O'Brien goes shopping for guitars off Craigslist with Slash from Guns N' oh, Roses is the funniest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> it is. What, are they going? Are they going to these places and these people selling guitars are seeing Slash is buying it? 
Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. It's fucking hysterical. And uh, so Conan and Slash will go into this one guy's house, and he's just like this creepy serial killer, like type guy, like 65 years old, walking around without a shirt on. And just Conan's comments toward him are hilarious, making fun of him the entire time. And doesn't he ask me, he's like, where are the bodies? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Pat, I've been... I want to bring up an old topic that we've discussed before, but I was recently watching a movie called Lone Wolf McQuaid, starring Chuck Norris. And his just combat power in that movie, it... I think it really speaks to how... His combat power? <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Just his abilities are just unmatched. <laughs> By any human being? Yes. Are you talking about his acting? Or his martial no, arts his combat skills? power. His, his martial arts. I, I think it speaks to how he could beat your ass. I think it speaks like you need to get a life and stop watching Chuck Norris shit. <laughs> Who has time to watch a Chuck Norris anything? I don't know. I think it's pretty solid, don't you? Yeah, the way shit is solid. <laughs> <laughs> like, it looks it's sitting there floating in that water. But when she squeezed it in your hand and smeared it on the wall, it's All like play right, So, Pat, I, you know the knowledge and training that Chuck Norris has had in martial arts, correct? To an extent, yeah. Okay. Well, good enough to make your argument. Yeah. So, I'm going to give you 60 seconds right now to end this issue on why you could beat his ass. Go. Um, so, no, 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 there's stipulations, because it was why I could beat his ass when he was at his physical peak. Correct. Which would put him around, like, 27, 28. When he was that age, he focused on a lot of martial arts that depended on being able to land one strike and finishing your opponent immediately. You know, this high level of kickboxing, karate shit, with a lot of flashy moves that, if you find yourself... Not being well aware of a full spectrum of martial arts, including other forms of grappling and striking, you're going to be really susceptible. And I don't know. I don't think he really... And, and, and on top of that, out of all the martial arts he's trained and I've trained, obviously he has more extensive training, but I trump what he's done because I've done something like wrestling. There's just a mental toughness to people that have wrestled and a violent aspect to how they grapple. It would be like, it's just like a, a wolf to a dog, you know, in terms of grappling. Like, yeah, it seems like it might be a fair fight, but there's there's a an uh, a underlining animal instinct that he's not aware of in terms of what a fight could go to. Aren't wolves and dogs the same species? No. <laughs> the problem with your <laughs> argument, though, is that you're saying that you would know how to grapple better, but you would never get the opportunity to grapple because... He would roundhouse your ass and break your fucking ribs. No, he wouldn't. Yeah, he would. I have enough extensive stand-up understanding. He's going to throw a kick that, like, it's not going to knock me out because it's, he's going to get, in max, he can get five kicks off before I've landed enough strikes or closed enough distance to do what I want to do to him. And I don't to even where have, his teeth are fall on the ground. Yeah, I don't even I don't even necessarily have to out grapple him. I'm probably a better boxer than Chuck Norris. Well, all right, Patreon users, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get this funded. Get this GoFundMe going. Start a petition on, White, on WhiteHouse.gov 
How's <laughs> the right. president issue an executive order to set up a fight between Chuck Norris and Pat? Fuck that. Go to Chuck Norris's house and force him to this seventy-six-year-old man to box his kid. It would be a lot easier. <laughs> How funny would be that, gentlemen? And Chuck Norris beat the fuck out of that. <laughs> Easy as fuck. <laughs> like it was a fucking movie. <laughs> And it's just like his acting. He's all expressionless with these cheesy one-liners. <laughs> he is seriously a horrible actor. Terrible. It's incredible how we... It's, it's crazy how we made a living off it. Mm-hmm. Fairly lucrative, I would assume. Fucking look who... Look at a lot of the people that do it. They do it off, like, C-list movies. Look at, like, Steven Seagal. Yeah. Look at the guy from Starship Troopers. He's made like five of those movies. Casper Van Dien. He's, he's probably <laughs> eaten better than us. And who the fuck's the goal? It's like living straight on straight DVD movies right now. Like, ooh. that's his entire career. Well, like, a lot of way. Like, especially like in the, action, in the action genre, you have Dolph Lundgren, who has made one good movie in his whole entire career. Mm-hmm. And then you have uh, Tom Berenger. The same fucking issue, same fucking thing. Or, uh, yeah, he, he was an exception, but uh, I mean, the Treat a, Williams. Treat Williams is another one. <laughs> C. Thomas Howell. Yeah, <laughs> there are those C-list actors, actors who can get work, and I don't know. All the movies are the recycled. It feels like they're all the same. That would be so disheartening to have like your life work be the script, and like Michael J. White ends up being the fucking hero. <laughs> Fuck, man. My shit's going straight to Netflix. <laughs> Ain't no one gonna see my shit in theaters, man. No one gives a shit about Spawn anymore. Fuck. I think Netflix has gone downhill. Really? really? Too. You know what? I just started watching Luke Cage, the newest uh, yeah. addition to the Marvel Universe. Is it good? Dude, it is like the most racist shit ever. Really? It is the most stereotypical black shit ever. Like, it's seriously like barber shops. 70s fucking themed nightclubs where there's like old school jazz gangsters and fucking <laughs> midtown Harlem fucking basketball games. So like, it sounds like a black exploitation it, movie. It literally might as well be <laughs> someone, a white dude doing blackface going, How you doing, sir? You can do that. I'm making a Marvel Universe superhero. He indestructible. <laughs> Yippity doo dah! <laughs> but it's terrible. It's the most stereotypical <laughs> bullshit ever. Like, okay, can, what is it? What's the show? Luke Cage, and that's a superhero. Luke Cage. Yeah, he's part mm-hmm. of the Defenders. It's a group that uh, fights specifically in ghettos of New York. It consists of uh, Daredevil, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Punisher, and the Iron Fist. Well, the Punisher isn't really part of the team, but he fights in the same area. So, is so it, this is this is like the league that's like below Avengers and Guardians of the Galaxy. In the Marvel and Universe, X-Men. in the Marvel in the Marvel Universe, there's a lot of like these sub level leagues of people that aren't on par with the X Men or the Avengers. But like in terms of like fighting gangsters and thugs, they're pretty badass. So, is this show the same universe as the Daredevil show? Yeah, well, which like, is the same characters. In the so movie? you have the MCU and there's the a Mar- Jessica Jones show too. Yeah, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And then what's what's part of that universe is the ABC Agents of Shield, mm-hmm. and then Netflix is Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and then they're gonna eventually have an Iron Fist, and then I'm pretty sure they're gonna do a Defender series. Uh-huh. What about Green Arrow? <laughs> Green Arrow's DC, motherfucker. I was gonna say. Is that show any good? It's never watched good. it. 
Oh, Dude, I, I see, it's I on see, Netflix, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I see advertisement for the DCU universe. Or, no, no, no. The DC shows aren't part of the DCU. They're not. But I, I see them DC shows, man. I, like, I watched the first two seasons of, of Flash. Yeah. And that was all right. But I'm just, I'm just more of a Marvel fan than I am a DC fan regardless. But besides the racial aspect of Luke Cage, would you say it's pretty good? No. Really? It hardly shows off his powers. I mean, he was a, he's like, he does uh, cameos, and I think the Jessica Jones, and he has powers, and he like, he's bulletproof, but like, it really doesn't show a lot of his powers, so I'm on, I'm only two episodes in. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe it gets better, but the first two episodes, like, how desperate they were to try and grab at a black audience, <laughs> like, it was seriously like, they might as well have been like, fried chicken, watermelon, fucking Kevin Hart, and fucking Dwayne Johnson, here we go. <laughs> like, it was fucking terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> oh, God. Does Kevin Hart have a huge black audience? It seems like he's more of like a white guy's kind that of That movie audience. that's coming out with him where it's a, literally a stadium. He's like giving a stand-up routine to a fucking huge oh, okay. full of people. It's all, Every single one of them is black. Oh, okay. Every single person in the audience. You know him and do you think Kevin, Do you think Kevin Hart's funny, Pat? No. Like, I think he's like humorous, but I don't think there's any depth to his humor. I think he's like... Like, I really think Laugh at My Pain was one of the last things Giddy did. And, I mean, because he was, he was scratching from his life there. That was a lot of personal shit. Mm-hmm. Laugh at My Pain. The way, he, like, that's really hard for a man to admit that his father isn't shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's where you stem all your, your mental and, like, manliness is from how your dad basically told you how life would be. Even depending, like, that's if he was in your life even for the briefest of moments. And he had to admit that his dad was, like, the type of person that would steal cop cars and go to his fucking play with no underwear on and his dick swinging and him being a crackhead and shit like that. Like, that's a humbling thing. And comics have the best job in the world where they basically highlight humanity. Like, they call us out on our bullshit because that's why what they say is funny. is because you have deep and dark secrets about yourself and then a comic's talking about you ever pull dingleberries out your ass and it makes you want to tear up and you're just like, holy shit. No, but it's so funny on the inside because, yeah, you've had a dingleberry before, and you're a human being, and you've been that filthy before, and it's it's just funny to see that, like, you're relating to that, like, on a very bare level. Comics, like, George Carlin comics, or, like, the Defenders comics. Yeah. <laughs> what, oh, wait, wait, what'd you say? Are we talking about the Defenders here? Comics? No, I was saying, like, how, what, like <laughs> I Kevin Hart's... I was making fun of, like... No, I wasn't. I was explaining how Kevin Hart's... To me, his last good stand-up was Laugh At My Pain, because he had all that related, like, like, comparing your pain to his pain, it was relatable, and it was funny, and it's good to know other people are going through other shit, but, I like, everything that he's done since then, which, awkwardly enough, is, like, at his peak of how famous he is, it just seems like it's, like, all a show. There's no really, like, heart to it or depth to it. You know him and fucking The Rock are remaking fucking Jumanji? Yeah. Ouch. I saw, I My saw, childhood. Yeah. Kevin Hart and Dwayne and Rock Dots are remaking Jumanji. Yeah. I, I'm not sure if it'll be the same story. It might be like a prequel or like a shared universe. But yeah. The problem is that so many people are going to go see it. Just, people, yeah. people will bitch about it, but they're still going to go see it. It's like, what is the movie that's going to get remade that is the where the line is drawn? People are going to say, no. Do you think it's Because it wasn't Ghostbusters. It was close. That still made but the social justice movement kind of was it like... Actually, Ghostbusters actually didn't make that much. 
because of the, uh, Ghostbusters was made on a hundred forty million dollar budget. And they, it made a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. It probably made like a hundred million dollars. There's a lot of those movies right. that like have that uh, that cinematic. I, I wouldn't know how to explain it. Like the, they're so rare that you can't touch them. Like a Scarface or a Godfather, something like that. Like if they try and remake that, that's when people are gonna be like, or like a Titanic. Yeah. You know something that like you how you're gonna remake what? Right. How the fuck? What do you mean you're gonna remake that? That you're right. That probably would be the point where people just say like, no, this is stupid. I don't know. I don't think there is a point. I think people are gonna go see it regardless. Unless you they, they decide to remake the original Star Wars trilogy or something. That's, or, yeah, or, that's even good. That's a good one too. Or like uh, the original Indiana Jones movies. Could you imagine? Oh fuck! If man. they had like a black Indiana Jones. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark starring Kevin Hart as Indiana Jones. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> right. Actually, no, fucking Kevin Hart would be short round. Yeah, Dwayne Johnson would be Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Black, gay Indiana Jones. <laughs> Actually, no. I think that Kevin Hart would probably be E.T. in the E.T. remake. Remake Star Wars. <laughs> Have Brad Pitt as Han Solo. <laughs> That'd actually be pretty fucking sweet. It might be, yeah. He'd be one of the best actors to play Han Solo, I think. One of two. So it'd be hard to... Uh, yeah, him and Harrison Ford, yeah, they'd be the best two at it. Pat, do you like Harrison Ford? Some shit, yeah. I mean, he does an alright job. Uh, the Expendables I, character I think played was hilarious. Like, just the, um, in like the general sense of being like a movie star, I think he's like the best ever. <laughs> because like well if you look he's the highest grossing yeah like, yeah. He, I mean, like, like he was in the three original Star Wars movies like the three original or the Indiana Jones Blade Runner Blade Runner and then he was like and then he's also in like another handful like of awesome movies like Witness and whatnot. The Fugitive is fucking awesome but starring our friend Tommy Lee Jones <laughs> Harrison Ford's a bad motherfucker what do you think of Leonardo DiCaprio Pat He's, he's bad, too, man. It's surprising that, like, he started so young, and he's not, like, a complete piece of shit. Mm-hmm. I think for how famous he is, I mean, he seems like a humble dude for who the fuck he is. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, he's he, a lot better than Sean Penn. He <laughs> no shit. <laughs> he, I think he's a douchebag, like, in the sense that, like, he, uh, he when he was giving his Oscar speech this past year... He was like something about the environment. He was talking about like climate change when he like took a private jet to the Oscars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's it's like, it's like shut the fuck up, Leo. Like, he's, he's a douchebag in the same way Johnny Depp's a douchebag, but it's less like they could be heroin addicts, you know, just being. They True. could they could be Kanye West. There's a huge uh, shift in the public public perception of Johnny Depp lately because he was caught in that video like throwing that wine glass at his wife. People don't like him anymore. Everybody thinks he's a piece of shit. He'll bounce back. You think so? Yeah, man. Yeah, he will. He's he's he pirate. has too much star power. He's one pirate yeah, of the Caribbean. And what, yeah, no, dude, I mean, who's before that? Like, who are these people that have lived that have seen past Pirates of the Caribbean too? Who are these people? I've never I met know, them. Right? I don't. I, don't, I agree. That, that they're is, like, are they up to like five? They're gonna make a fifth one. Jesus they're, Christ! They're making a fifth one right now. They're making a fifth one, and it has the the budget's insane. Yeah. Like it is, it's like two hundred million. I'm, I'm happy you said that because I've always wondered that. It's like who decides to go watch that? I, I, okay, I can kind of get the appeal of the first one, kind of. 
Like it's it's somewhat oh, I can. it's somewhat entertaining. How many fucking pirate movies are out there? Right. This one has Johnny Depp and Orlando Bloom when they were at the height of their star yeah. power. Yeah, but I don't know. <laughs> They're making a fifth one. They need what? a good solid pirate video game. I think that'd be badass. Now, see, if you told they me, did have one. Sid Meier's Pirates is a fucking legit video game. How's it played? It's uh so it was for the original Xbox. And it had, like, really good graphics and everything. You just created a pirate. You can select his nationality, like, where he's from. Uh, and you have your own ship. You can uh, get into ship battles. You can board other ships, plunder them, take all their gold. You can land in so many different areas around the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Like, go on dates with the fucking politicians' daughters and shit. Nice. Go to bars and talk to people, recruit men. It's a fucking pretty sweet game. I think it'd be cool to have, like, a pirates game that is extensive as, like, a... Dynasty or Destiny or like WoW, oh, something yeah. like that. Sure, I think like an cool. online game with other people being pirates, yeah, where there's a giant online world that you can explore. That would be fun. Find a bunch sweet. of random items. I'm surprised it hasn't been done yet. Yeah, didn't they have a Pirates of the Caribbean online? They did, didn't they? Yeah. Yep. The hell? It was like free to play, but it was terrible or something. That's why it was free to play. Mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings Online was also free to play. So was Star Wars Old Republic. Yeah. Those people can't make their fucking games. Pat, do you play computer games? I wish. Someday I'll be able to fit that shit back in my life, take it serious. Because I remember, like, thinking about having, like, video game teams and how fun that would fucking be. If you just had, like, a solid group of five people and you kicked ass at it. Uh-huh. And it was a really ex- extensive, really big world game. I mean, because, I mean, as long as you had five people that had the same enthusiasm about it, but had the same understanding that you couldn't prioritize it in your life. Right. It was just something fun that you did. That'd be fucking dope. It depends on how seriously you take it, though. I was uh, reading this article about, um, it was like the Counter-Strike World Champions, where, like you said, there's groups of five teams playing these like, tournaments against each other, and it gets really tense. And in some interview, this guy's like, oh, yeah, we're all on Adderall constantly playing this game. Fuck off the hat. He's like, we're hopped up on drugs constantly. <laughs> like, all the professional video game teams are constantly on fucking drugs. No, like, like <laughs> I believe we, it. Say if we had an extension of our team. Say if there's, like, three more of us. There'd be a lot of times where two or three of us had similar, like, periods of the day mm-hmm. where we could be, like, playing the game, working out. Or, I mean, like, working at it and shit mm-hmm. like that. But it'd be kind of like a vent to have all six of us at it. We could do something fucking dope as fuck that we've been building up to. What would we play if it was also it? Probably Halo or something. We'd get our shit rocks in Halo. <laughs> We'd get our shit rocks in anything competitive. We'd have to grind at it and get good. Fuck all that. Those people suck at it. It's funny because... Like, Honestly, Smash Bros. Yeah, because I mean, like, uh, when I was at Updown in, like, Minneapolis, like, playing in Smash Bros, people like, I fucked them up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, these people that would be like, oh, I played this every single day in college and shit like that. I just fucked them up. Like, it wasn't even Oh, close. I didn't play my main character. <laughs> yeah. I'm best with Control is broken. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think it would be... Age that. of Empires 2. Oh, that game is so fucking fun. What game? Age of Empires? Age of Vampires? Age of Empires. Oh, Empires. Age of Vampires. Oh, that game was so fucking awesome. Pat would dig that shit for sure. Oh, yeah, Pat would lick that shit up. We should play that soon. Oh, yeah. It'd be fun as fuck. I think so, too. That's a good one. 
I don't know. It's been so long since I've fucking played like a video game we, that like I was actually like into, and like like when I was off work, I like look forward to playing a certain video game. What do you guys think about? I've always had this idea that uh, this is recorded and dated, so no one can take my idea. Fuck you if you do, I'll sue you. Like <laughs> this is copy right now, bitch. Because I have that uh, <laughs> that story arc I want to do that yep. I really want to create into an anime, mm-hmm. a manga, or it could be a video game storyline. Mm-hmm. What would you guys think about a video game, a uh, video game console combination, where it was like a mini, uh, like you literally just bought a hundred dollar or hundred and fifty dollar uh, like video game system, and it only had one game built into it. But instead of having just one disc worth of information, it was like an entire computer worth of like this video game extensive world. I think there could be a market for it. Oh yeah, where you had like I mean, it would it would have to be like the best game I was ever. Gonna say it have to be really incredible to justify that kind of price, right? For people to buy it, but and then you could like like seasonally there could be like upgrades that you could buy, and since it was at a council. You could literally buy uh, a USB, or I mean not a USB, but a little hard drive that had like decoded information that you would buy, and then you could add it to your character or something like that. That way you could keep like a lot of money flow coming into the people that like had to upgrade the uh, software for the like virtual world and shit Well, what's your storyline? Basically, like, if you guys ever played some, like, Fable... Yeah, Fable is awesome. Like a combination of Fable and WoW and Assassin's Creed. <laughs> That's pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, we're like everyone kind of started off as the same, right? Like, here's my my idea. It's based off magic, and there's a lot of basis. Like this, this was this isn't really my story. Arc. This like is Magic more, the Card Game. My my story arc for my uh <laughs> my uh manga slash comic book or animation is way different from this. My idea for the video game would be that everybody starts off at a basis human level, and just like in Fable or in World of Warcraft, depending on how you like play your character, it gets you good at certain things where you could get like a sub-level title of magic, where you could be like a witch or like a a, a, a witch doctor or something like that. But then you could can combine certain things and certain skills. You could have like a certain specific curse play on your, put on your character where it has to live out its life a specific way. And it has to start drinking blood or something like that. And then you can have like X amount of points of doing so many mischievous things. Gives you the ability to learn this specific magic skill. And then you could have like these like super magic skills where you're either like a sorcerer or a paladin or something badass like that. It was just like, or a necromonger. Like if you can combine certain black magic skills and then you also learned witchcraft skills. Then you killed this certain thing, and you did this ritual. But if you learned black magic, wouldn't you be a negro monger? (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot argue, I suppose. (laughs) I suppose you would be. (laughs) That's a pretty sweet idea. I mean, mean, I've always entertained the idea of a a game that you could immerse yourself into for years at a time. Yeah. And just be what you're thinking of. Basically. Yeah. I mean, that'd be awesome. I mean, those, those games are out there, but... Hard to come by. Yeah, exactly. Like, World of Warcraft, you know, people have been putting 40 hours a week into for, like, over 10 years and stuff like Dude, that. Dude, I know... It's fucking I know a few people that have played that game for, like, 24 to 36 hours straight. Yeah. And they have, like, up to... What? They have up to a dozen characters that are all the max level, all the max gear, all, like, different classes. Right. 
And all, we'll buy the newest downloadable content of day one and beat the shit out of all the characters. Beat all quests. Like, it's so ridiculous. You have you have the battleground aspect in WoW, where you could fight people your own level. And at each level, even if you're 19, 29, 39, there's, because the WoW world is so huge, There's if you travel the right places, you can find the specific gear where even though you're both level 19... Like, one person could be as strong as somebody who's level 25 or something like that because right. of the specific gear that he has. And they basically just troll people in these low-level battlegrounds <laughs> and, and when it's all PvP. And, like, that's what they do. Like, not only do they have 12 characters at each top level, they'll have, like, five or six more characters that they just keep at one level to have fun with and practice with and just kick the shit out of just fucking people that don't know what they're getting into. That WoW game is serious, man, especially, like, four or five years ago. Yeah. When there wasn't a lot of competitors for I would it. say like five, six years ago when it was probably on its peak. Yeah. yeah. I think it's, I think it's on the, I don't know for certain, but it seems like it's on a, like a down, downhill kind of trend. You know, games are awesome. Just the Warcraft games before World of Warcraft came out. Where it's like kind of that uh, Age of Empires type strategy game. When mm-hmm. It was awesome. Starcraft is like a huge game, like the Koreas and stuff. Like, oh, yeah. is it Star- Starcraft? Is, one of the Starcrafts is, like, is still like one of the most like widely played games. Starcraft Two, they have like a science to calculate how good players are at that game by uh, moves per second, moves per minute with the keyboard, how fast they are at like typing in moves to fucking counter it. It's like a crazy form of alien chess, basically. Like Holy they play shit. against each other. <laughs> that sounds pretty sweet. Or maybe I'll stream that for my next Let's Play video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Join a South Korean server and just get your shit rocked. So, Pat, what did you think of that Cabbage Patch game that I played? That was fucking sweet. <laughs> I thought it was a, a game where the only move you can do is jump. Yep. That's it. And what, walk. What was it that got... It was funny because you're really casual. I mean, just kind of describing how you're playing this ridiculous game. and something you couldn't get over. And just how you lost your shit for a quick five seconds. The fuck off the way! <laughs> it was an incredible game. Probably the most fun game I've ever played in my life. Wouldn't doubt it. No, I don't know. Pat, did you ever play Resident Evil Four? Resident Evil Four—that's the one where uh, the the like the brand spanking new one where there was the brand new view. Yeah. It was with Leon, the character from Resident Evil Two. Yep. No, oddly enough, I had a buddy Jeremy that was kind of like my video game brethren. Me and him grew up like two blocks away, and we always had the same interests and like. Uh-huh. Cartoons and video games and shit, and like I would literally hang out with him because he he his family was way better off than I was, so like like he was he was a little bit more privileged than I was. Like he always had access to the newer game systems and uh-huh. shit like that. He had a family that cared basically. He comes from an awesome family. Yeah, I like Jeremy's mom and dad are fucking good shit, and uh, like he, you want to give him a little shout out? Yeah, fucking uh, Amy and Mark Marshall. You guys are my like the closest thing to a mom and dad I've ever had. Love you guys. Okay. Yeah. Jeremy, your fucking brother, man. But uh, I would go over to his place, and he would he would have these games where like you really didn't have a co-player, like Resident Evil Four. But I was a Resident Evil fan, and I'd seriously be like his Robin while he was the Batman playing the video game. <laughs> be like, no, don't forget to check that. Make sure you go back there. <laughs> Like, watch out, switch to this gun, that'll probably work But better. did he ever let you play? Yeah, all, okay. all the time. No. Yeah, fuck yeah, he wasn't the fucking prick about it. <laughs> and then sometimes it'd be really cool games that like were multiplayer, where I would get that player two, never my own character, but that player two, and me and him would kick some fucking ass. Uh-huh. 
I just miss video games in general. Like, video too. games are so fucking fun. It's just been so long. I, I don't know what happened where I just lost complete interest in them. I, you became 100% fiscally fina- uh, independent? That Well, I mean, the thing is, like, I have a ton of games that are, like, brand new. I know. I have, like, Call of Duty Black Ops 3, Far Cry Primal, Fallout the Batman. Yeah, like, the new Batman, and I haven't touched any of well, them. Because, I mean, it, they're not as fun when you're not good at them, and there's things in life you got to get good at that you got to prioritize. Very, that's a good point. That's like, a- I mean, just like how you, I mean, I bet you the three of us all wish we had better abs. You know, and like mm. that, that's probably in the back of our mind in a way more higher spot than getting good at a video yeah. game. <laughs> and we're I wish we're going to Star Wars Battlefront. Yeah. It's just a different priority of some people, yeah. Exactly. Right. You know, it's, we have bigger fish to fry. Like the TNED network. The TNED network. <laughs> the entertainment. <laughs> right. I mean, I would so much, I like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I would, I could eat, I could, I would so much rather be doing this than like, Sucking ass at Call of Duty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know that's what I'd like. That's you know if you just had a small league of five people and you played your game and you know you know a lot of people like like the PvP, but when you have like group versus CPU, I like that shit too. Like the I league. think it's more fun that way. Like the Me you too. guys, I like the teamwork aspect. What was the name of this game? You would only see it at arcades. You could pick from like a mage, a warrior, an archer, and you would just it was like. 2D, and you would just kind of go through the level, going up, down, left, and right with all these people, and you were just kind of designed to fight a shitload of people at a time, and at the end of each level, it would show how much points you got by a pile of gold that would go up. I know what game you're talking about, I can't think of the name of it. It, Dude, it was like at every pizza joint, everything like that. Yeah. Or like the the Marvel games, the Marvel Alliance or things like that. Yeah. It's like an overhead view, and it's like you were five buddy. Like, th- th- those games have no depth to it whatsoever. I guarantee, after this pod, if we had access to it, we could put an easy two hours into it. Uh-huh. And ha- I mean, that would be the only fun we could have is two hours, but those two hours would be like, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> be like touching pussy for the first time. I think a, a major part of it is that the games just aren't good anymore. Like, in terms of a lot of the ones that we grew up on, the series might still be going on, but it's just declining quality. Like you said, sucking at Call of Duty is not fun. Well, being good at Call of Duty isn't even fun anymore. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. basically, the only no one is good at Call of Duty. There's only people that are good at hacking Call of Duty. <laughs> like they, they understand spawn points. Uh-huh. They know how the game is programmed. So when you aim certain ways, it'll it'll hit a target a certain way. Like nothing about Call of Duty. Oh, they'll the buy a turbo controller or hack their controller or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> nothing about how much of a pathetic piece of shit you have to, to purchase a che- purchase something to help you cheat. Well, did yeah. you hear that there's a they're bringing a keyboard and mouse support to the Xbox One? Really? Yeah. How much people are gonna wreck shit using that versus oh, yeah. people against controllers? I did not know that. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, it's coming soon. Will those games, like, will they fuck up? No, no, because, I mean, the Xbox One's a pretty smart machine. Like, a lot of those games, you think if you're moving the screen as fast as you would while using a mouse, it might not be able to, it would lag like fucking crazy, but mm-hmm. I think Xbox One should be able to handle it. We shall see. Pretty impressive fucking console Xbox One and, like, PlayStation 4. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, when they first came out, like, I was just wowed at the technology of the Xbox One. I was like, holy shit, like, this is truly fucking, like, futuristic. And then you load up the menu and it's a laggy fucking mess. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck 
I remember how they advertised Xbox One of being like the future of home entertainment. Like mm-hmm. the way how the Connect would continuously be on and you could just talk to it mm-hmm. and shit like that. And people were like, no, the fuck, you're not going to watch me yeah, all the time. That was a huge so that whole idea yeah. just was like, nope. Turns well, out we're really far from having our own Iron Man Jarvis. Yeah, the Xbox One launch, you're completely right. All the marketing was surrounded up, like with the Kinect thing. And basically, Microsoft just fired everybody in charge of like Xbox. They just clean house everybody. And they got it turned around. Now nobody gives a fuck about the Kinect anymore. <laughs> I, think, like I, I think the, the biggest issue with the Xbox One coming out was uh, when they weren't going to... Like they... Um, you couldn't, like, trade in a game after you bought it physically. Yeah, yeah, that was huge. Like, once you played a disc, like, nobody else could use that disc or anything. Holy so shit. So you couldn't go to the store, like, yeah, trade no used games. games. Yeah. There was no used you games. You only buy them. That's and so sad. I, I remember, yeah. like, um... Oh, God, I remember how the internet fucking blew up. Oh, like, yeah. they're like, That's what? Like a, PS4, like, people that have played Xbox for like, 10 years. I, I even said like, that. That's like, like an what? Apple move. Yeah, for sure. Seriously, that's an Apple yeah, move. And everybody was just like, well, like, all the, like, the most devoted Xbox fans was like, look, looks like I'm getting PS4. Yeah. And so, like, Xbox was just go, oh, like, within two days, they were just like, okay, fine. What's funny, though, is that they, they announced that, like, uh, pretty far into, like, the the development cycle. So, on day one, you had to download the update that let you do that. Mm-hmm. I was definitely one of those people who were like, okay, I, I have to buy it. No matter what, I have to buy brand new video games for $65 each now. Fuck that. Dude, and that's such a gamble because there's some games that you pay 65 bucks for and, it's, and you it, beat it. It's, it's like three hours. hours to beat the game and, oh, you're done. <laughs> Sad as fuck. Dude, yeah. they, they should really be honest with that. Mm-hmm. Like if you know it, like if it's a game that you can beat so fast, or your character becomes overpowered after a little bit, and like the fun gets taken out of it, right? Like because cause they have game testers, and these these aren't dumb people. Mm-hmm. Like who isn't saying like they're gonna get bored of this real quick? Just be honest. I bet you build a stronger fan base and more loyal customers. Yeah, for sure. What's that? Uh, Netflix of video games. Gamefly? Gamefly. What do you guys think about Gamefly? I've never used it. I don't know. I, I, I saw a commercial for it like last week. I was so surprised it still existed. Right now they have, a, they have a deal going on where it's like you get your first two months for free or something. I saw that on something. Dude, I don't, I don't know why. I've always thought that'd be an awesome deal. But people just... I don't know. I it's think the whole... still is in business. Rap, I think like the whole uh, just digital convenience of having games. like Especially like... I mean, here's the reality. It really isn't that expensive to play video games. It's not at all. Because, especially with the new promotions they're having, like, with the games, gold. Yeah, that's... I mean, like, to get, like, the newest and brand new games, you're obviously going to have to pay for them. But if you just... I just mean, wait a little bit. You can have fun. Yeah. You can have a shitload of fun by paying pretty much nothing. Well, here's, mm-hmm. here's what a game flies, what? 12 to 15 bucks a month. Something yeah. normally costs 65 bucks when it first comes out. It first comes out... Yeah, you might gotta wait a week before you can rotate and actually get the disc and play mm-hmm. it because it's so famous. But then you have that, and you haven't had to pay the sixty-five bucks. You're only paying twelve to fifteen, and then it would take you the equivalent to five to six months to pay GameFly enough to what that game would have cost. Mm-hmm. Where you're getting other games. There's too. there's very little time where five to six months is long enough for a game to grab my attention, unless it's like a extensive computer game. Right. But if it's on a console. And especially if it has, like, just, like, a challenge, you know, non-online version mode. Like, you you beat that in, like, a month, two months, maybe. Mm-hmm. I just don't so. think, like, I, especially with the current, like, 
just the way like the whole like the digital stores are offer so much content for so cheap and, and it's probably just not even worthwhile for people to bother with it. Signing up for gameplay, waiting for your games, deciding what you want next because like oh there's an awesome deal going over this like awesome game is like five bucks or this game is free and those down. Yeah, I think that. it'd just be better for the newest content. Oh fuck yeah. Because a lot because of those internet new grabs that comes out are because like the, the newest content isn't on those online deals as much. You're right. You know what a huge uh, problem with video games is is that and staying interested in them is that there's just a huge focus toward developing only multiplayer. Like there's battlefields coming out that have a campaign that's two hours long. Do them, but the problem with that is there's no the, sense of accomplishment. The new, being battle, a game. The new battlefield. Well, I, no, oh, I'm just saying, oh. like, in general. Yeah. Like, Titanfall didn't have a campaign. Right. You yeah. know? Star Wars Battlefront didn't have Exactly. Yeah. So, Dude, yeah, you don't get the sensation as you get... You remember the... Because you never beat the game. Do you remember mm-hmm. the last of the 2D games? The Castlevanias, the yeah. Mega oh, Man, fuck yeah. the Mega Man 6s and shit like that? And they're the all last, awesome. Yeah, and they have so much, like, extensive play, yeah. hidden things, and shit like that. And it wasn't multiplier at all, but, no. like... Maybe because I'm old as fuck, and maybe I don't know as much about newer video games and shit like that. But like those games were bad as fuck to me. They were they were, mm-hmm. they they're enjoyable as fuck. Being Mega Man and finding that seventh hidden Dude. armor and shit like yeah. that. Yeah, I don't know. I talked about this the other day. Like I have just as much fun playing like Super Mario Bros. Like three than I do like playing like the new newest fucking games. Seriously, the same. Oh one, yeah, same one, if not more fun. I mean, you might not like, consciously recognize it because you don't want to admit it, but I bet you, yeah, the same thing in your brain is firing off. Pretty much. Where it's yeah, just as much a stimulation. Yeah. Absolutely. Because who didn't get to that, like, the typical 2D underwater level and you run out of breath and you're just like, FUCK! Yeah. Again! <laughs> Fucking Sonic, you bitch! <laughs> Fuck Sonic. <laughs> Never like the Sonic games. Overrated. But I don't think video games have really gotten worse, to be honest with you. I, I don't think that they've gotten worse. If you think about it, there's like 800 original Nintendo games. How many of those are actually good that you can sit down at any video and buy? 20 out of all of them, probably. Double Dragon. Double Ninja Dragon Turtles. is the shit. Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Contra. Tetris. Contra. Holy shit. shit. That's where you had the two-player. Yeah. It was a two-game. You fought, and you had all the guns. (laughs) It was a bit, it was a, like, essentially the same game where you have a plane that you can only move left and right. Yeah, 1942. And then when you, when you hit, like, certain things that up, it upgrades your weapon. Yeah. And shit, like, Conjure was just a 2D version with guys that you could do the same shit. You could upgrade their guns and just fucking keep on fucking shit up. Yeah. Yeah, man, seriously, I bet you the same shit's firing off in your brain than when you're playing some extensive battle in Halo or some shit. Mm-hmm. Graphics are nicer, but it's the same stimulation. I I, I think graphics are I think graphics are nice. I think they're I think it's a plus. It's a plus, but they're terrible. Like there's games coming out now with shitty graphics that are like the most like Minecraft has the worst <laughs> graphics ever, but it's like the most popular game in the fucking universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a it's a plus to have good graphics, I think, but it's not like a deal breaker by any means. Dude, can you imagine five years from now the Minecraft that has like just virtual reality? Yeah, dude, I can't building wait. shit in your living room. <laughs> that's gonna be bad as fuck, man. That's, that's when I will like Minecraft. That is not that far away. I would give it five years. Yeah, to where you're doing. Because like I was thinking about that the other day because I was thinking about like company policies and shit like that because I was in a situation where 
I, I was in a, a, a an establishment where I noticed employees of that establishment using their phone and shit like that. And I was in a place where I could be upset about it. But I was like, you can't even govern that anymore because right. what are cell phones going to be in two years? They're going to be like on your watch. They're going to be part of your sunglasses or your regular glasses. Mm-hmm. There's going to be no governing aspect of cell phones whatsoever. So like trying to enforce newer generations on concepts of like not texting and things like that is extremely futile. For sure. Because like it wants become integrated into humanity. You can only call it that because it's still in a phone physical thing that you uh-huh. put in your pocket. Three or four years, it's not going to be that. So so like I had this epiphany like I'm not going to create this us versus them mentality. I'm just going to accept the fact that people have this super thing now that we carry around all the time because chances are it's going to be really cool in like two or three years and there's going to be no way of governing it anyway. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty fascinating thought. It's One, cool to like... It's, it sure just shows the eventual assimilation between technology and humanity how like thinking about it as a phone isn't going to happen. It's going to be an all-in-one device that you can use fucking use to use anything. Can you imagine, like, a home entertainment system that's, like, your house and all the technology in your house and your car and, and something, like, that where you would call and text and, and every all the options that you have with a smartphone now, and then you include, you, you know, your stereo system at home how you even walk into public places or pay for your food mm-hmm. is seriously going to be a power level scouter from Dragon Ball Z. Just something that sits <laughs> yeah. on your fucking face and has a screen over one That'd eye. That would be so awesome. It might, no, it's just going to be a fucking earpiece with yeah. like a little fucking... And the screen is going to hover in front of your fucking eye. Yeah. And that's going to be like cell phone, TV, how you drive your car, how your car turns on, yeah. and everything like that. So it's like you can't even hate on people being obsessed with cell phones because like we are going to morph into technology and this is well, just it's, a larger It's truly already like a separate part of your own consciousness is a cell phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you can just like tell like when somebody is just like, you know, staring at their phone, they're just like lost in a different world. I mean, like, it's, or, it's mind-blowing. Or if you, like, forget your phone, like, let's say that you're, I don't know, you wake up one day and you're just not all there, and you, like, go to work without your phone, how naked you feel without it all day. Right. It's, like, an unnatural feeling that you don't have It's like the do. feeling you get when you have a dream about being naked in front of people you know, yeah. and your dick's four times smaller than it is normally in the dream. <laughs> it's like, your dick's already not huge, but in your dream it's fucking microscopic. <laughs> It's that awkwardness. You don't have your cell phone. You're like, ooh, I'm a monkey. And everyone around me is so much more better off than I am right now. It's a really weird feeling. How much money would it take for you to live without a cell phone for the next five years? Not a lot. Uh, What parts of the cell phone? Like a cell phone in general. Having a cell phone and I just have to switch to a home phone. No more handheld internet. Because yep. what if I could no get more, a, no more handheld. Could I get a could I get a tablet? No, like a flip phone. We're just calling. Is that a fair? You contract? do not have a phone on you. Could I get a tablet? No. No tablet. Now, you could bring a tablet with you, but it doesn't serve the same functions as a fucking cell phone. No, no. Like but, it can't connect to mobile towers. It can connect to your like Wi-Fi. Oh, in that case, shit, not a lot of money at all. I just, I, I was just, because I moved, and I'm not a What if you couldn't have a phone or a tablet? Like, no, no, okay. no, no carrying anything digital. I'll talk about not having anything digital after I talk about the, what I was just going through. I just moved. 
So I had no spare money whatsoever because I'm not a fucking millionaire. So I was late on my <laughs> cell phone bill. So my, my call and texting service got shut off. I was, I was late on my bill. So that got shut off. I was just strictly used to fucking internet when I was around Wi-Fi. Everywhere has fucking Wi-Fi. Yeah. I was detached a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like it was inconvenient going from Wi-Fi to Wi-Fi. But other than that, once I was, I, I, I could go to a Wi-Fi place, save get, the password, and get yeah. caught up on fucking everything if I'm behind on anything in terms of like communicating with people. Yeah. And then just be in the dark for another hour or two going from Wi-Fi to Wi-Fi. So if I had a tablet with no phone, it, you could pay me for how long? Five years? Yeah. Hundred thousand bucks. Because yeah, I'm getting, because I'm, I'm, I'm buying a house for sixty five thousand. I'm getting Wi Fi, and I'm fucking set. I'm <laughs> right. fucking set. I can, you can even call Wi Fi to Wi Fi now. You so. don't get the money until five years are up. Fuck it. Even then, <laughs> yeah. even then, like I know that's coming in five years. I don't give a shit if you can't call me. Mm-hmm. I even like that because I haven't checked a voicemail in like four years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like if you don't text me, chances are I'm not going to fucking talk to you. You know, mm-hmm. it's concerning to me is that it, there's a vast societal expectation that you always have to have your cell phone on you. Very like, true. Like yeah. people that you work with, like I tried to call you, like it's like, it, it's an expectation to be available 24 seven basically. Yeah. I do times. not like that aspect. It of sucks. It. I, I really hope that they change that about cell phones. It's can, like, uh, why didn't you text me back? Fuck you. I don't want yeah, to. I hate you, know? that. Yeah. you can't say that to people yeah. anymore. People mm-hmm. that have that mentality that just, be, even if there's notifications that you saw it, that immediate like, response, yeah. don't expect it. For I have sure. my own life to live. Yep. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not a disrespect thing or anything like that. Right. I, I personally feel that people that assume the automatic response are the ones being disrespectful because they're assuming that your time is theirs. And mm-hmm. time is the most valuable currency that you can have. It is. And to think that my time it has to be dedicated to somebody else, suck my dick. Mm-hmm. No, like, I, I don't have to appreciate you trying to consume my time of life. Right. Like, I don't have to dedicate that to you whatsoever. So I, I, I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks. Like, if you think me being rude because I don't respond right away is, like in any terms of me being disrespectful or rude or something like that. No, you're, you're literally asking for my most valuable resource. Mm -hmm. You can wait for sure. So how much would it take for you to have like no, how about, okay. You get get zero communication with the internet. You're not making any phone calls. You are for five years. How much would it cost you? Do I get a house line? Yeah, I guess. You, know, uh, you have a phone in your house that you can make calls on, but you can't do anything else with it. You can't have the internet at all. No internet connection. I would do it for a million bucks. I was going to say 500000 I could do 100000 each year. Added on to my life of struggle. That would suck fucking ass. It would, yeah. but... Actually, it, it, just 15 years ago, people were doing it. Yeah. Well, I, 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 still. <laughs> I, I, I grew up in a time where people weren't doing it. Right. I, I, I'm very familiar with that, like... Mm-hmm. I grew up trying to find pornography. Right. Like, no one has to deal with that shit right. anymore. It's there. No one. No one ever, mm-hmm. for the rest of time, has to worry about where they're going to find their porn. When someone would have a porn magazine that was 30 years old, that would be exciting to me. Uh-huh. It could be the most disgusting women ever on this fucking Playboy magazine. When I was like 12, I was like, you goddamn right, this is the greatest day of my life. 
So, yeah. Even when, like, you have your dial-up internet and the picture is one-fifth of the way And I'm only 20. And you're, like, fucking beaten off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only 28. I'm not even fucking old, but I remember those fucking times, man. Well, I mean, think about it this way, like, not only, uh, like, you might have experienced it before, but I think it would just be a matter of getting used to it. Because you, you can still watch movies. You yeah, exactly. Play, you can play video games. I, I, and and it'd of, be yeah. a double-edged sword because, yeah, you couldn't update yourself. But imagine how much extra time you'd have to develop a skill or something. Like, right. Really get, like, get go to the library out. and get, like, read. a show of books and read them and, and right. yeah, et cetera, et cetera. Learn a fucking language. Rosetta Stone, you don't need internet for. That's true. You just learn a fucking language. Yeah. I mean, shit, we were just talking about how we like the, the non-multiplayer video games. Mm-hmm. Getting good at something where you, you can max out the character yourself... Playing like Legends of Zelda and finding all the hidden items right. and shit like that. That, that, that would take a, uh, instantly a month off your sixty months that you have to. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It'd be. It'd be a blessing, I think. It'd be. It's really yeah. something I'd want to like maybe even experience for a short amount of time. Like I challenged myself, no internet for three months or something, which I would never be able to accomplish. But well, because you. I feel like that's a privilege for the privilege mm-hmm. to have an experience like that. Someone who doesn't have to worry like a lot. There's a lot of people that are so good off they can be detached from the world without the fear of being left behind. There's a mm-hmm. lot of people that like I don't know about YouTube, but if I did that, there'd be a huge fear of being left behind on a lot of things, and not 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 just left behind of like left behind is 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 kind of like. A really broad idea because you're going to be left behind in so many things mm-hmm. of what people like. You're going to be out of the conversation for a lot of things. Right, just about everything. Yeah. And then, well, are we also including that you cannot watch television news? Actually, yeah, that's <laughs> true. You can watch. You can watch news and TV. Well, so. but still, but know. how how informative is fucking TV? It's not it's at not. all. Not I mean, at you're, all. you're going to get like the, like if you watch the news on TV, you're going to get like you're going to know like the minor details like the. Three biggest stories. Yeah, whatever's biased to the town you live in. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because your town will sit there and talk about somebody being shot in on you know, on the other side of your neighborhood and there's world hunger going on. Like who the fuck gives a fuck about like mm-hmm. someone, you know, down the street getting shot? I mean, yeah, you gotta know about your neighborhood, but you're gonna you can read that in a paper. You can hear that through the grapevine. You're not gonna have access to like world news mm-hmm. as consistently. Yeah, that would that would be hard, but yeah, right. definitely. I think it'd be you. You would have that sense of being left behind, even on like a national level, like the national news networks, like like your MSNBC and like Fox, and like they just do like a shitty job of covering news in general. Like it's like I said, it's, it's three stories. They're like the biggest things going on in the world. Other than that, you're not gonna know anything. I don't know. Like just like go like go through your Facebook feed and like you like just like go like scroll through your Facebook feed for like ten minutes and you'll find out about so much more shit going on in the world. Than you than you would have otherwise. It's uh it's crazy. Between people just doing random shit, trying to break a random record, certain diseases outbreaks, uh one mm. presidential candidate farted while mid speech or some <laughs> shit like that. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. Absolutely. It's almost it's 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 no there's a lot of argument for that it's too much stimulation. That's why I feel like I feel like a lot of people deep down are anarchists at heart because there's there's a lot that we miss out on life because we care about the world. And mm-hmm. I, I don't think, I'm not saying we shouldn't care about the world in terms of we shouldn't care about our species. Mm-hmm. We should all fucking pull our own weight. But there's a lot of shit that's going on on the other side of the world that you have nothing you can do about. 
absolutely nothing. And it consumes like a, a fraction of our mind and a fraction of our, you know, our time and a fraction of our thought process. And it shouldn't have to because it has absolutely no bearing on our personal life. I think we're, we're so strong as individuals that we need to, we need to take advantage of if, even if one group is going through something negative, that there's a lot of groups that aren't going through it and they need to keep excelling at everything that they can excel at. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying it in a terms of like resource wise, like if you have the resources to save people from hard times, definitely do that. But if, if there's a civil war in a, in a country that both sides are ignorant to like progress, I don't really think that should affect the whole world. Sure. It's a valid point, definitely. I mean, obviously, I mean, if, if there's certain people that need help and it's because of no fault of their own and, uh, if they had help, they could benefit, you know, the existence of, humanity and things like that definitely spread the wealth but if there's there's if there's a conflict amongst two indigenous pride or in two indigenous tribes in south america i don't like that shouldn't make news or anything like that and and then people will be consumed by that so it's almost there's an argument for information overload on something like a facebook where you're just seeing things that yeah you should care about and how much how much of it do you actually like retain like if like if you scroll through your Facebook feed and then like you ask and like somebody asks you like fifteen minutes later like hey what what all do you see in your Facebook you'll be like a bunch of shit I don't fucking know <laughs> this is about to spur an interesting discussion on memory and how it's just the most fascinating thing ever dude isn't it, it really have is. you guys ever heard that study where like you can interview okay, I think God I I I'm, I hate when I do this I hate when I say they did a study. But hey, I, yeah. I can't recall where I've seen it. It was probably a fucking Facebook post. <laughs> it was talking about how they interviewed a bunch of people that were around the age of 80 years old, and they interviewed them about their life. And if you divvied up all the information, half of it would be from like age one to age 25, and yeah. the other half would be from like 25 to 80. And it was because of this specific part of your brain you stimulate when you try new things. And how it records certain aspects and makes like these in these very intense memories that mm-hmm. you would recall on because it was the first time you did it. And one of the like it was like it was kind of like a life hack on have on how to have a like long fulfilling life was to try things continuously mm-hmm. because there's a certain part of your like it was like your front cortex or something like that where you stimulate it, your brain like the the embedded of that memory is so much more deeper than something that you do like your nine to five job, which is every fucking day. How many times has a boss at your nine to five job ask you what the date of a certain event was? And you're like, I don't know. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> it could have been yesterday. I don't like all these days mold together. Like It's very true. Sure. It blows my mind that people know what happens on what day, like even a week ago. I don't know where the fuck I was a week ago. Or like what I did last Thursday. Could yeah. not tell you. Yeah. No idea. What is last Friday? I would seriously have to sit like, think about it, you know? Yeah, exactly. And you that's like just a few days it. ago and how many days I've lived in my life and I can't recall the last few. Yeah. It's fucking because you crazy. do such a similar thing. Th- that's right. that's like the one area of my like I think in terms of like knowing names, knowing statistics, knowing dates, just knowing like historical facts, like I am a I am a way better with memories than like the 
99% of the oh, population. Yeah. But, like, what you just said, like, when, like, somebody would tell me, like, like, uh, or, you know, who did you work with, like, last Tuesday? <laughs> exactly. I have no fucking idea. Yeah. But if I could, you know, ask about, you know, your craziest sex experience, one of the funnest times of your life or something like that, you'll be able to narrow it down mm-hmm. to it within a year, within, you know, five or six months. Mm-hmm. You'll have, you know, 90% of the information correct in your head. A little bit might be, you know, if you were drunk or something like that. A little bit might be, you know, obscure a little bit. But when it's, it's, when it's stimulating that part of your brain where it's something you did for the first time, it just, it stays with you longer. You'll remember exactly how many times you came. <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Holy shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's crazy. I don't know, hopefully, uh... Hopefully that's definitely one area where like scientists can start making some progress in memory. It How mean, awesome would that be? Is like like if, no, they could, if, if there's a way to tap into your consciousness and just like relive like not relive them physically, but just like be reminded of all the shit you've experienced. Give you a better appreciation. Because like, basically, be point. like a a camera in like a room. Like well, have something. you ever had an experience in your life where like you were extremely appreciative of? Mm-hmm. Like man, I am so glad I'm going through this. But yeah. you, you, you ask yourself right now how beneficial that experience was to you right now. You're like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I don't even remember that fucking happening. Right. It'd be cool. Like, even, even if they could do that, even if they could yeah. make you appreciate something that happened in your life that you were kind like, forgot you, about. that you were like, oh shit, I did want to change right. that about this aspect because I went through that. It, it, it'd be cool to even be able to relive that. Is it, well, isn't it just surreal when like, uh, this happens Adam and I because like we've lived our entire lives together pretty much but like like maybe like a friend will like a long time friend will go up to you and like they'll say like remember that time like we did this and, and you forgot and, and about you, it you, can't you forgot about it for the last seven years right. and, you're, yeah. and now, you, now you realize oh that was like the funniest thing I've ever experienced but that's what's about amazing it. about memories like that memory is still fucking there yeah, that yeah. you can recall after years of not thinking about it yeah that's incredible to me. It's crazy. Just how the human brain stores information. That one person on Facebook who doesn't post but every six months and they... Go through your old Facebook pictures. Yeah. Seriously. No, I, I, I can't do that. I was I was really late to social media. I was a hater. I was a huge hater. Oh, so, yeah. time. I literally only started Twitter just as a joke. And the only... I literally started Twitter to find out more about the UFC. Mm-hmm. I only started Twitter to be more specific on finding out fight dates and things like that, mm-hmm. and that was it. I only started Instagram because a girlfriend was obsessed with selfies and wanted me to start my own one. Yeah. I only started Facebook it was because the semi-professional football team I tried out for, that was how they contacted you. And I've, I've found uh, entertainment in all three, so I keep all three, but I literally was a hater on all forms of social media and like was a really like big Scrooge on starting any of it. So right. I'm one of those few people that I like I don't have that much like Facebook history. Right. You know what blows my mind is that uh thinking about high school and like you might remember an old classmate that you had who maybe you went to school for like nine years and you have like I'm twenty one and I, I will like think, holy shit, I knew that person for nine years but I haven't thought about them in three yeah. That, like, blows my mind. You know, it's a, one day you can remember somebody. That, I just had my 10-year reunion. Mm-hmm. I didn't go to it because I'm not a fucking loser. And I don't <laughs> care about those people anymore. <laughs> right. Like, high school's not the best years of your life. It's seriously, like, mm-hmm. these people, you, I was forced to have a life with those people. Like, none of them were, right. like, none of them, it's kind of like family. Like, people put this big emphasis on your family members. 
Like, they're supposed to be... Like, like no is, matter what, you have to like them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, no, that's what... It's forced upon you. Like, your true family are the people that live their life in a way that you want to be lived and you can find relatability into mm-hmm. and shit like that. And it's the same with the people you went to high school with. Just because you went to high school with them doesn't mean they mean anything. Yeah. I got invited to this group on Facebook where it was everyone that graduated from my school at that class. And so many would po- so many people would post shit on this page. I had no idea who the fuck they were. Yeah. Not a fucking clue. <laughs> I allegedly went to fucking school. How many days is a school year? 180. Like 180 days out of the year, I went to school with these fucking people for four or five years. <laughs> no idea who the fuck they are. That's like... <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. And Fuck people them. I know... <laughs> they could have been that cool. Fuck yeah, them. <laughs> people, people responding to him that I did know. And it's just like, what are we doing? <laughs> Who the fuck is that? <laughs> That's a serial killer. We didn't go to school with that son of a bitch. Because <laughs> oh. it's not like I went to school in like fucking downtown New York or like Los Angeles or something like that. Right. Or was, there was... 3,000 people in my graduating class. How many people were in your graduating class? I couldn't tell you. I didn't pay attention. I would probably... You know, we had like 380 or something. Yeah, I'd say school. that like around like 300. Yeah, it's just crazy because school's really the only moments in your life where for a vast period of time you're with the same people day in and day out. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you can just forget about them. Even yeah. like with work, like the, that's a revolving door, like a to add, like a yeah, job. yeah. There's with like the turnover. And it's a much smaller percentage that are more consistent in your life. Yeah. Do you guys forget the names of your coworkers sometimes? Half my coworkers, I don't even know their fucking name. Yeah. yeah. Seriously, right. if, if there's if, so many of them, if I don't have to answer to you, right. there's a really good chance I'm not going to remember your name really. Like, yeah. Right away. Exactly. If you're if you're above me. I'm remembering your name within two or three days. Yeah. But if you're below me, there's a really good chance of like if I'm not working with you consistently, if you don't have a name tag on, I'm giving you the typical "What's up, buddy?" Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what's up? What's up, gunslinger? How's <laughs> <laughs> it going, gunslinger? You guys don't call people gunslinger. That's just me. No, I like it though. <laughs>